We've seen movies, most have read books. Suddenly, war became real. Living in an iPhone world, NATO saying yesterday the Russian army is targeting civilians, not just military in Ukraine. Hard to hide, video diaries shared online. The lives of 40 million still at stake in Ukraine, as yesterday 2 million, mainly women and children, have now fled. Most of them coming to where I am, Poland. For refugees, churches, and Western Europe as a whole, welcoming and offering help. But back in Ukraine, it's nothing less than graphic. But that's what war is, graphic. Fears abound. Will Putin go nuclear? Will he shortchange the siege with chemical weapons? The mayor of a Kiev suburb saying with all the shelling of civilians around them, they can't gather the dead bodies. Dogs are tearing them apart in the streets. I'm hearing from listeners who agree with praying scripture, one suggesting Psalm 91, the Lord, our refuge and fortress. Welcome to Haven Today in a second week of war in Eastern Europe. I'm Charles Morris in Krakow, Poland, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. This is a program series we all need, all week, called Christ Reigns. The toll of the conflict and the toll on the humanitarian side of this war are great as brutality seems on the rise. Soon, we will turn together to God's Word. We will look heavenward to Jesus, Christ, as our refuge and fortress, especially in this time of war. Then in a moment, I'll share how you can help as a follower of Jesus Christ to make an immediate impact to people in great need. And we're also going to meet up with two theologians on both sides of the border. I think you'll want to hear that. But now, let's open with worship. Worship the Lord with me, with Michael W. Smith. There is strength within the sorrow. There is beauty in our tears And you meet us in our mourning With a love that casts out fear You are working in our waiting sanctifying us when beyond our understanding you're teaching us to trust your plans are still to prosper you have not forgotten us you're with us in the fire You're faithful forever, perfect in love, you are sovereign over us. You are wisdom unimagined. Understand your ways, reigning high above the heavens, reaching down and in the 
song Sovereign Over Us, Michael W. Smith, here on this Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. The program is called Christ Reigns. Let's go now to both sides of the border. Poland, Ukraine. Two people we met up with. We were waiting at the border on the Polish side for Dr. Anatoly Prokopchuk, founder of Kiev Theological Seminary. 
He made it across with his daughter and his grandchildren, and I spoke to him outside in the cold, and he told me he had not planned to leave, but was forced to. Yeah, right now, we in this situation, we, uh, we are taking care of basically our grandchildren and, and our, our daughter. And for me, probably, it's also a wise decision because I'm on the, on the hit list in the Russian, you know, in, in, when Russians will come, people like me, they're on the hit list. So it's not just President Zelensky, then, that's on a hit list. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. They, they're looking for leaders, religious leaders, in order to really get rid of them immediately. Who did you have to leave behind in your family? I left my son, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, and also in-laws. We've been asking people, uh, we're at this border crossing, and we've been talking to people who are followers of Jesus. Where do you see the hand of the Lord in all of this? For us, you know, like sovereignty of God, his providence is a defining principle of our life. In, in Ukraine, most of my family, 70% of my, my family died for Jesus. They were killed by Bolsheviks. And uh, for us, knowing tortures, deaths, interrogations, prison camps, it was part of our life. But in all this, we saw tremendous, you know, Lord's glory. His really providential care that people were ready, ready to die for him anyway. Not expecting any advantages, not expecting any returns, just to glorify Him by their life and by their death. To glorify God in life or death. Those words become very real for Christians living and even fleeing in a war zone. From another seminary in Kiev, there is Old Testament professor Fedya Menikov. We first met when he was a student in the United States. He and his family fled Kiev. They're now in western Ukraine at the moment. And I asked Fedya to share how the Lord was ministering to him and where his faith is in a time like this. There is no doubt that God is with us, with every church that prays fervently right now. Sitting in the bomb shelters, we do not lose faith. We, we absolutely know that God is sovereign in all of this. Of course, I fear, I fear for my family. I do not want my children to hear explosions. I do not want, no one wants that, right? And, and many people have already lost family members. And they're, unfortunately, some lost their kids. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. And I guess that one of the greatest challenges for, challenge for church, for us, is do not get swallowed by anger uh, against the enemy. And uh, so we pray to the Lord, please help us to show love despite to our enemies that are that has came to destroy us. Haven Today, we're coming to you from Krakow, Poland, very close to the Ukrainian border. I'm Charles Morris, and I hope the Lord has ministered to you through both Anatoly and Fedya's testimonies. Most of us wish this war would just go away, but it isn't. Would you join me in praying boldly, but also giving boldly? Both are what Christ followers do. Pray boldly for those displaced, for those behind who have no water, no food, no electricity, trying to flee. Pray boldly that God would turn that Russian army around and send it home. Pray that people 
out of this war will come to faith in Jesus Christ. And then give boldly by calling us or going online to our website. We're raising funds exclusively for Mission Eurasia for a couple of reasons. First, they are already on the ground, and they had experience helping in the last Russian invasion in that part of the world when Russia took Crimea. And second, they're trustworthy. Like us, they're members of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. And remember, not a dime for Haven. We don't take out a handling fee. Every dollar you send for Ukraine goes to Ukraine. When you call or go online, you make it clear how much money you give to Mission Eurasia and what you want to send to Haven today. $50 buys food for a week for a family of five. So pray boldly, but then give boldly at 800-654-2836. 865-HAVEN. Or you can give boldly at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. My time... In Poland, it's been eye-opening. That's an understatement. The United Nations says it's now 2 million Ukrainians, mainly women and children, who fled the country in the week and a half since this war began. It's hard to even imagine such a number. When is the last time you saw 2 million anything? Maybe grains of sand at the beach, but that many people? And maybe that's where we can begin to lose sight of this tragedy. The big numbers get our attention. They shock us, and rightly so. But maybe such large numbers make us forget that each and every one of these millions of refugees has a story. They have a history, and they have pain. They've had to leave their homeland. Maybe they'll be able to go back one day. Maybe those they left behind will still be alive, or maybe not. One thing is for sure. Nothing will ever be the same in Ukraine after this Russian invasion, no matter the outcome. When we are faced with suffering, disaster, evil like this, it really is a shock to the system, especially as North Americans, I imagine. Sure, we've all faced hardships. We've been through COVID. We suffer just like other humans do around the world. But where I live and you probably live has never been invaded in your lifetime. Your cities haven't been bombed. That's a whole different level of pain and hardship. So we need to pray boldly. And that's been the theme this week. We're calling the series Christ Reigns, and there is a very good reason for that. Well, two good reasons. First of all, it's true. Jesus is reigning over all. But second of all, we don't think about it enough. The Christian church has a saying that's almost as old as the New Testament. Christ died Christ rose, Christ comes again. But we have to also remember a fourth thing. Christ reigns, and he's ruling right now. Do you remember the words at the beginning of Psalm 110? That passage about the coming Messiah? Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, King David wrote these words, The Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. The Lord will extend your mighty scepter from Zion, saying, Rule in the midst of your enemies. What a prophecy. Jesus, the Son of David, 
sitting at God the Father's right hand and ruling in the midst of his enemies. But you know, this psalm is more violent than we often think. Listen to the words of verses 5 and 6. He will crush kings on the day of his wrath. He will judge the nations heaping up the dead and crushing the rulers of the whole earth. That may not be the verses we see or hear very often. Piled up bodies and crushed rulers aren't the most pleasant things to think of, to say the least. But the point is clear. Jesus reigns over all creation, and no one can stand in his way. And you know, I think we need to hear this right now. We need to not forget this right now. I do, anyway. And I suspect you're a lot like me. We need to remember that Christ is reigning, present tense. It isn't as if he ascended to heaven and then disappeared, leaving the world to run by itself for thousands of years until he returns. No, our God reigns. And because he reigns, we can pray boldly to him. Think about that. If Jesus didn't reign, if God weren't Lord of all creation, then why pray? If there are things he can't overcome or enemies he can't overpower, then why even ask him for help? But the good news is he's even more powerful than we can even imagine. You know, one of my favorite passages in all the Old Testament comes from Isaiah chapter 40, to be exact. God promising that he will bring peace to his people and his Messiah will come to redeem them. But there's a question here. What about the nations? After all, Judah was soon to be exiled to Babylon, the superpower of the day. Could God accomplish his plan, even though such a powerful empire ruled most of the known world? Well, listen to Isaiah's inspired response. Surely the nations are like a drop in a bucket. They are regarded as dust on the scales. He weighs the islands as though they were fine dust. Lebanon is not sufficient for altar fires, nor its animals enough for burnt offerings. Before him all the nations are as nothing. They are regarded by him as worthless and less than nothing. In other words, the Lord cannot be controlled or tamed. He is the strongest one, the greatest one, the King of kings and Lord of lords. So we can pray to him. The nations of Old Testament times were nothing compared to God, and the nations today are nothing before him either. We can pray to this God even in the face of a mighty Russian army because the God of the Bible is the king of all kings, and Jesus rules over all things. Christ died. Christ rose. Christ reigns. And Christ is coming again. So you and I can pray to him, all those who repent of their sins and throw themselves on the mercy of Jesus can pray to this all-powerful God. Won't you pray with me and pray boldly today? Our great and good Father in heaven, you alone are king over all the nations of the world. We admit that sometimes we forget. Often it seems like this world is spinning violently out of control, but this is nothing new. For all of human history, ever since the fall, dictators have risen all over the world. We have seen the rise of power-hungry leaders, brutal people who take what is not theirs and kill the innocent to get what they want. Pharaoh, 
Nebuchadnezzar, Herod, and hundreds more have come in centuries since. They rose to power and worked great injustice, but they all fell. They sowed the wind and reaped the whirlwind because that's how you have designed your universe. The arrogant fall under the weight of their arrogance. The destroyers are destroyed by their own evil designs. So we ask you to put a stop to this invasion of Ukraine. The nations are like a drop in the bucket before you, O Lord. Their weapons and power are nothing before you. You are the one who rules Ukraine and Russia, not Vladimir Putin. And so we ask now, boldly, that you would make your power known to the entire world that's watching. Stretch out your hand, intervene with might, and cause him to take his army home. We ask that you would bring peace to Ukraine. Stop the bloodshed in the war, and may your kingdom come in a whole lot of new lives today. We pray this now in the name of Jesus and the awesome power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. Our helper, he amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. For still our ancient foe does seek to work us woe. His craft and power are great, and armed with cruel hate. On earth is not his equal. Did we in our own strength confide, our striving would be losing. Were not the right man on our side, the man of God's own choosing. You ask who that may be, Christ Jesus it is he. Lord Sabaoth his name, from age to age the same. And he must win the battle. And though this world with devils filled should threaten to undo us, we will not fear, for God hath willed his truth to triumph through us. The prince of darkness grim, we tremble not for him. His rage we can endure, for lo, his doom is sure. One little word shall fail him. That word above all earthly powers, no thanks to them abide. The Spirit and the gifts are ours through Him who with us Goods and kindred go, this mortal life also, the body they may kill, God's truth abideth still. 
His kingdom is forever. His kingdom is forever. His kingdom is forever and ever. Well, we're not that many miles from where Martin Luther wrote A Mighty Fortress, sung by the unmistakable voice of Steve Green. I needed to hear that song today here in this haven today. Christ reigns. Charles Morris in Krakow, Poland, broadcasting here because we could more accurately tell what's going on and more clearly lead people to pray boldly as well as give boldly. Would you be the hands and feet of Jesus? How many families can you help? $50 beats a family of five for a week through Mission Eurasia. Already on the ground, distributing food and helping the displaced in the name of Jesus. Not a dime for Haven. Every dollar you send to Ukraine goes to Ukraine. We don't take a handling fee, and we haven't for 88 years. So pray boldly. Then call 800-654-2836. 865-HAVEN. Or give online, and our internet address is haventoday.org. One more time, that's haventoday.org. When you get in touch, you make it clear how much you're giving for Ukraine and how much for Haven Today. We want to honor your intentions. Not a him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. According to his power that is at work within us, to Christ who reigns, and Christ alone. I'm Charles Morris, inviting you back again tomorrow, where again from Poland, we get to share together the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. I'm praying for you. We've all probably heard those words too many times, and we've said them to others as well. The reality that others are praying for us is a balm for our souls. After all, that means that others are interceding for us before the throne of grace. But you know, there's something that's even more comforting than that. Jesus himself praying for us. In John 17, we read what's often called the high priestly prayer. And towards the end, he prayed these words. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. Jesus prayed for his disciples, but he prays for us too. And in this crazy, wicked, turned-over world, what could be more comforting than that? Try out Anchor Devotional today in print. Visit GetAnchor.com.